to Critical Ditto, the Pokemon role-playing podcast made by us and loved by you, hopefully. Oh, Thank- nice. Thanks for being here. You're so second-guessing. <laughs> made for us and probably all right, I guess, a little bit. And some people mildly, I tolerated, tolerated in the background while you're doing something else. Probably. We're at the we're at the arcade today. A fun retro '80s. Arcade, boop, 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 you know, playing. Um... And also the Star Wars Cantina. I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we could do Star Wars if you want. We could do Star. No, no, eighties arcade. I'm pulling my joystick, pushing my buttons, Ooh. learning the combos. <laughs> to my right on the uh, on the arcade box next to me, going for a high score, is Alistair Hill. Uh, thanks, Joe. I'm playing Star Wars Whack a Mole, um, and I'm hitting the head of Kenny Mullet. Wearing some stormtrooper masks. Let's go with that. Um, Kenny Mullet. Well, it is an empathetic yet haunted young man on a quest to find out more about his weird poker powers. On Kenny's team helping him along this way is a um, a Dartrix called Bowtie, a Gyarados called Moustache, a Salandit called Hoops, a Kamoo called King Thrush, a Honchkrow called Fedora, a Spiritomb called Swirly, and a Joltik called Fleek. And over the other side of the arcade, David, what 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 you playing? Uh, good you asked, Ali, because I'm playing. Uh, I'm playing Street Fighter, but only as the women because that's gay rights. Hello, I am <laughs> David, and I play the fighter that nobody chose because they're too sardonic and they wouldn't know what to do. Theo, and on Theo's team, while trying to find the King's Rock, which is getting surprisingly close now, guys, is a Medicham, a Swadloon, a Kabuto, a Barbarical, a Togekiss, and a Combi. Some of them have nicknames. Some of them don't. You'll get to find out what those are during the episode coming. But next to me, uh, on another fascinating piece of technology, is I mean, other. if they weren't listening already, David, <laughs> now they, now they are riveted. <laughs> and on the subject of tantalising treats in this arcade is none other than the lovely Tom Dale. Tom, what what is that game you're playing? I don't think I've ever seen it before. Me neither. I just pressed the button. I'm at the Zoltan machine, and it t- turned me back into a ten-year-old. And now I can't get back into my real body. It's the Tom Hanks big situation. Oh no! Well, I guess in the meantime, I'm going to tell you that I play Brandy, who has a Lopany called Wimpy, a Scaroopy called Gary, a Munchlax called Snorleone, Doctor Bunnelby PhD, a Meltan called Flower, and a Carcoal named Lightning McQueen. <laughs> if only I could get this Zoltan machine to talk to me again. Mr. Zoltan machine, are you there? Yes. What was the voice? I, was, I did want this Zoltan have a voice. I've no. not seen Big for many years. It's a very problematic film in the current climate. I think Tom Hanks has sex with Lady, even though he has mind of small child. He did. Maybe that'll happen for me too. We can only hope. <laughs> we can only hope. Let's find out what happened last time. Previously on Critical Ditto. Kenny, Theo and Mrs. S find themselves locked in mortal combat with the phoenix-like Moltres form of gratuitous candle. You can't keep telling us we don't deserve this book. But Togekiss sees an airstream. Hits the Moltres full on. (laughs) Gratuitous candle's form has begun to cave in on itself. You wish to know who used the King's Rock more than anything in the world. We find ourselves in ancient Formia. Pepper the Pyroar and Terence the Pig Knight. You find that you're beginning to forget how to speak. Pyroar. Gratuitous, the panic hits you. Something terrible is occurring. Deep within the Sephiroth tree is another person. It's the leader of the normal tribe, now adorned by the King's Rock. 
Norman? I think I've made a mistake. Give me the rock, Norman. Give me the rock. It is too late. Norman created a schism in Formia and the world of people and Pokemon. Gratuitous Thanos' into non-existence. Sitting upright is the third time. the third time. The Tome of Solitude. The bright white light flashes before your eyes as you reappear into the world you once knew. This is a vignette, guys, but I want I want us all to join in for this. This is a collaborative vignette. I've written a script, and I'm assigning roles for this script. Maybe you've read the script before I sent it to you. Maybe this is a cold read, almost more exciting like that. Uh, David Levesey, I would like you to play the narrator, if you will. Thrilled. Thank you. Uh, Alistair Hill, I'd love you to play Barry Bolcut, oh, please. Yes, got the lead. Tom, could you play Rain slash Shine? Oh, multi-rolling. That's within Yeah, Inquisitor, Inquisitor Rain slash Shine, who you may remember from the conclusion of the Cosmic Power arc. And I, I shall be, uh, I shall be bringing you Varn, <laughs> the leader of Tim Helsing, this evening. So you can well, afford and, and look, we don't want any emails accusing Stu of railroading here. Okay, sure, he's written a full script that we all have to follow and not deviate from. This is still I... a roleplay podcast. <laughs> Wait, Stu, it's 120 pages long. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> There's a ballet sequence. This is a podcast. <laughs> all right, let's raise the curtain on this little radio play, shall we? Inquisitor Rain Eisenthorn hovers about a foot off the ground of the large gladiatorial atrium outside of the warden's office in the core prison. The horde of Team Helsing members look on from all sides, gathered to witness another public humiliation of one of their own. Rain grasps pathetically at the black-gloved hand wrapped around their slight neck, gasping for air as they feel the life being choked out of them. Uh, please, mercy. <clears throat> A vindictive bishop watches from the corner of the atrium, slicing its blades against one another. Rain begins to feel their eyes roll back into their skull, darkness enveloping their vision, until they are thrown to the ground, unceremoniously. Rain hacks, doubled over, their bruised neck in agony. They feel at their formal wear and black duster the material ripped and vandalised. Rain looks up and meets eyes with the towering figure of their assailant. The most dangerous man in Team Helsing, a truly terrifying, unpredictable force of violence and malice. Barry Bolcut. You failed us, Rain. Your orders were to clear out the wild area in the depths of the core, to sweep clean the buried meteorite of the filth that resides there. The plan with Mac and the Monferno was solid. There were complications, unexpected trainers. Barry signals the bishop. In a flash, the metallic blades of the bishop's arms are at the tender throat of Inquisitor Rain. Interrupt me again, Rain, and you'll experience a complication between your shoulders and your head. Rain gulps, the cold steel of the bishop's blade undulating with their esophagus. Not only did you fail to clear out the monstrous human-like talking Pokémon down there, Shine tells me you encountered potentially poker powered trainers and retreated. 
Barry steps towards Rain, a fury in his red eyes beneath the round bowl of hair atop his head. Barry, all in black, has altered the Crossbow Helsing logo to show two intersecting arrows with the skull of Zorcario the Abomination atop them. Barry raises his fist and strikes Rain. Thud. You are a coward, and you must be punished. Barry raises his fist again. Rain flinches, anticipating the onslaught. I think they've had enough punishment for one day, bowl cut. Emerging from the doorway of the adjoining warden's office is the seven-foot cloaked figure of Varn, complete with horned helm. He looms, the silver extreme ball containing Jockey the Ursaring is clutched in his wiry fingers. His face is twisted into a mocking scowl. Barry steps away from Rain and replies through gritted teeth. Inquisitor Rain failed their mission. I was simply making sure they understood the weight of their def- <laughs> So serious, all the time. Next time, you consult me before dealing out justice. Me, your leader. Don't interrupt me. A shadow is cast across Barry's already shaded brow. I'll speak to you when I like, Varn replies, the slightest waver entering his voice. Varn turns his attention to the vast central chamber of the core prison. The chamber is awash with Helsing regalia. Enormous black and green flags hang heavy from the rafters. The Helsing grunts not watching Rain's beating are setting up a raised stage area, while others are setting up cameras and other broadcasting equipment. Varn walks down the steps from the warden's office and picks up a microphone from a stand by the stage. He taps a bony finger a couple of times on its head before speaking into it, his voice now echoing around the atrium. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm actually glad you're all gathered here. Just a quick word about, um, today's event. Barry twitches. Just the mere mention of the event was enough to fill him with a twisted excitement. Everything is prepared. Once reporter Alma arrives, we will be ready to go live on your signal. A bead of sweat slides down Varn's face. He clears his throat, almost feeling Barry's bishop's blade at his own throat. <clears> throat> yes, uh, about that. Varn swallows. An extended beat. I've decided to postpone. A dread-filled chill sweeps across the room. The words hang like nooses around the necks of every Helsing grunt dragging their eyes to the floor. They all compulsively avert their gaze from each other, from their leader. Only Barry maintains his icy stare. A stare so heavy and so focused on Varn that he can feel his knees buckling slightly under its weight. Postpone. Um, yes. I've, uh, been called to the Pokemon League, some general governmental business. You, uh, you know how it is. Apparently there's talk of me, um, I mean, of, uh, Team Helsing receiving a commendation of some kind. <laughs> we must keep up appearances if we are to maintain our control over the region. We've been preparing this for weeks, and now everything is finally ready, you say, to postpone. Well, there's no need to get upset, boy. It's just... politics. Almost collectively, the gathered crowd of Helsing grunts take a united step backward. Sensing the rumble of a macargo before eruption, the bloodied rain still lying on the ground senses something else. An opportunity to escape. As the standoff between Barry and Varn soaks up all the attention, rain slips away into the darkness of a nearby corridor. That's who you are, isn't it, Varn? Just politics. A fake. Varn digs in his heels. He must assert his dominance, here and now. I am the reason we are all here. I 
am the head of the Pokemon League military division. I am the warden of the core prison. You'd be nothing without me. A bunch of crazed zealots without a shred of influence. I am Team Helsing. Not any of you, me. If I say we postpone the event, we postpone the event. Vaughn makes his move. And if I say that Barry Bowlcut is no longer a member of this organisation, Barry Bowlcut better walk out that door right now. A familiar shadow obscures Barry's face. Grunts. Escort Mr. Bowlcut to the exit. It seems this hound door has decided it can shake its muzzle. Let's remind him that I still hold the leash. No one moves. The grunts stand in perfect formation, unflinching. The resulting silence hangs like a rotten poison cure berry. Varn fumbles, suddenly aware of the Ekans pit he has maladroitly stumbled into. Grunts, I, 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 I order you to shine. Take care of, of Bulkut now. The freckled blonde with the wild hair sits at the top of the gallery, her legs hanging off the edge, watching on with glee. Varn is met with only a giggle and a smile. Uh-oh, Varney. Doesn't look good, does it? Someone! Anyone! Varn looks to Barry, feeling his whole world slipping away. How dare you do this to me? I am Varn. I am one of the richest men in all of Formia. And who are you? A child. A nobody. You had no future until you met me. You're more of a freak! Then those poker powers we've got locked up! In a primate-like rage, Varn charges towards Barry. Barry, in turn, colder than an avalug, nods to his bishop. In a silhouette cast by the light from the warden's office, we see the bishop deftly remove Varn's head from his elongated, robed body. The horned crown rolls across the cold stone floor and comes to rest at Barry's boots. You are irrelevant, Varn. And my mission is too important to waste on those who parade themselves in meaningless pageantry. Barry crushes the crown beneath his heel. He looks around at the grunts around him, emotionless. All of them instinctively kneel, not one wanting to meet the gaze of their new leader, all except Shine, still up in the gallery, swinging her legs. Shine, we proceed as planned. Find Rain and bring them back to me. The pair of us have an unfinished discussion I would very much like to continue. The rest of you, the event takes place today. No interruptions. Everybody, well read. Vaughn is beheaded. Wow. Vaughn is dead. I got rid of Vaughn. Vaughn is dead. We never <laughs> met Vaughn. We hardly knew you.
Brandy, you are ejected from the portal from which you stepped into an undetermined amount of time ago. It's rough, violent. You end up skidding across the floor, across the runes, into the first bank of lecture seating. The portal remains open, buzzing, arcing light. The behem still there, holding it in a fragile stasis. As your hearing, sight starts to return to you, you feel the familiar presence of, of hands and voices on you, checking if you're okay. Brandy, 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 are you okay? Brandy, are you okay? Brandy, what's wrong? What's wrong? Uh, it's me, I'm getting louder. My name's Tallahassee Binchworth. Can you hear the soothing tones of my voice, my sweet Brandy? It's also, Brandy! It's also me, Hannah. Remember me? I'm the cute one with a lisp. Remember. Remember. Rem- remember. 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 <laughs> yes, we've also bonded a lot with the basketball, the basketball team while you were gone. great, by the way. we got to hang out with them more. Hannah has a mean tomahawk slam, <laughs> let me tell you. I'm going to join the Chicago Ghosts. All right, you know what? Actually, it's making my head hurt more. I was sort of coming out and back into state, and now this sort of general chat is sort of making me feel like, just give me some space. Give me some space. I'm all right. I'm all right. Mr. N approaches you and doesn't give you any space, grabs you by the shoulders. <laughs> What happened in there? What What is going on? Where are the others? Where is Mrs. S? You said you'd find Mrs. S. Where is she? Eyes are wild. The green tattoos around them seem to flare with his very emotion. Just just a bit of space. A bit of space is all I'm asking. Just for this one second, I think I cracked another rib. Um, I, um, I didn't find Mrs. S. What? Didn't even find Kenny and Thea. Where, where are they? Well, we, I don't know. You assumed we... they'd be with you. Yes. I, well, I didn't. I, all I, last thing I remember is I tried to... I tried to stop Kenny from doing something to the portal and then I just ended up in there. And then and then I, I, I got given a choice and I, I feel like because I didn't see Kenny or Theo, as I imagine they came in after me because that's a crazy thing that they would do. And completely ill-advised. I would not have They did, yes, of course, yeah, of, of course. course. They did, of course they did. They're the protagonists. That's kind of how they do their... Are you all right? Um, you seem shaken. I feel, yeah, not great. Uh, and Brandy kind of... Holds on to Tallahassee's arm to kind of balance. It's strong. It. Strong forearm. Fine. She feels the strength in the forearm and appreciates it in the moment for balance. Um, Han- Hannah notices that he's, he's straining really hard. I had a bit of a experience, shall we say. This is going to sound mad, Mr. N. Mr. I- N whips out a page of, of documents. Wait, let me let me find a pen. Uh, a, a quill. Anything, please. I, I, I must take this down. Did you find a pen? Uh, <laughs> um, roll for roll for Mr. N. Roll. Yes. <laughs> Stu, would you like to roll two d six? Oh, and the tables have turned. <laughs> All right. So a failure. He has to. He doesn't find a pen. Mixed success. He <laughs> finds a broken pencil. Is success finds pen. Okay, it's, it's rather seven. No, I okay. found a broken pencil. <laughs> please, for the love of smoking, someone get me a sharpener, please. <laughs> anyway, Mr. N, I I don't know what your research in the portal shows, but I went. I was given a choice: sacrifice or suffering. And I ended up back in time where I could have changed events as I knew it. And I, I don't think, don't worry, I don't think I changed anything. You look at Mr. N and he is a cyborg. <laughs> you look at Hannah and she is Adri. <laughs> oh, it's me. It's Hadri. <laughs> does this mean if, does this mean if Brandy hadn't chosen the path of sacrifice, Varn would still be alive? Is this the timeline oh, that she's goodness. created? Oh my goodness. Discuss fans. Um, <laughs> But yes, I, I honestly, I, I don't know what the situation, time travel rules, it gets a bit murky. I say we don't dwell on it, Mr. N, but I'm a bit... That seems that seems fair, yes. I'm a bit shaken up. I um, It was an experience and... Listen, there is not time to talk about your feelings and how you feel about this. The 
Point is, you didn't find Mrs. S, you didn't find the tome, you're out, they're in. We need to... Oh, God, it keeps getting worse and worse. Okay, no time to talk about my feelings. Fine, it's not like you asked me a direct question about what happened to me. I'll just process it later, shall I? I'll just go and book a session with Dr. Bunnelby. That would mean anything to you, Mr. N, but it means something to me. And yes, you're right. We need to focus on getting Kenny and, and Theo out. I, I chose the sacrifice path, so I imagine that as I didn't see either of them there, they must have chosen a, the other one, the suffering path. The suffering? Behem! Behem! Yeah, Behem? Are you, are you alright? The portal, it's, it's becoming unstable. And they're still inside. What? Ev- everyone, do what you can to stabilise the portal. I could thrust at it in a very alluring uh, way. Uh, Would that help? I don't think it will, Tallahassee, and I, I, that needs to not be your go-to option every time. I think it's important we try. Please, somebody, find me the Vaseline. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, everyone leave Tallahassee alone. Tallahassee is about to thrust at the portal when there is a rapping, a solid, frantic, panicked rapping at the large double doors at the back of the lecture theatre, the ones that lead from the chaplaincy into the core prison proper. And you can hear a yell from the other side of the doors. Sanctuary! Please! Please, Sanctuary! Ah, good. The sanctuary I ordered has arrived. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> I just... There's an app. Mr. N reaches out towards the door and and it's like, No, don't open it. You might disturb the portal. But uh, Vlad and Anatoly have already opened the doors, expecting their sanctuary order. But instead, Inquisitor Rain Eisenthorn tumbles into the chaplaincy. They look bloodied beaten. Their clothes are ripped and torn. They look nothing like the composed member of the vampire squad that Brandy, Tallahassee and Hannah would recognise from the end of the cosmic power arc. This Inquisitor Rain is one who has been beaten within an inch of their life and they scramble in, climbing over the chairs of the lecture theatre and reach the front of the stage, breathing heavily. (sighs) Thank you. Thank you for, for letting me in. Wait, no, we can't let him in. Uh, Lampent! Lampent, help! Lampent! Lampent! Mr. N, back away right now. Quick, Lopany, go! Lopany! Lopany! No, please, please, I, I, stop! I, I come in peace. We cannot trust this person. They are bad. Inquisitor Rain, you came here to finish the job? No. I, I, Helsing's gone mad. The whole team. Van is dead. Helsing was already mad, just FYI, Rain. You were working for a crazed organisation, or are still working for possibly a crazed Possibly so, possibly so. I thought I'd allied myself with, I don't know, Formia's, Formia's best chance of defence, but it seems that that was not chance the case. Chance of defence? The only people you were defending us against were innocent people. Oh, please, innocent people. I've seen what poker powers can do. I've seen the damage they can cause. So have I, and I've seen the good that they can cause, but you're blind to it. God, I sound wise for a ten-year-old. Hannah, Hannah, I get it. You're, You're also being wise. extremely insensitive of the fact that I have two incredibly black eyes right now. I don't yeah, care about you! Rain, you're obviously not here to finish the job. You better, no. you, you've got to convince I'm a... me right now not to throw you right back out to the walls that you aligned yourself with. All right, I'm a practical person, and I do things that benefit me. And I think that people generally act in the same way when they're presented with choices that make sense. Now, me going back out there does not make sense because there is crazed lunatics out there, one in particular who would have my head. Me being here, safe, makes sense to me. Now, it seems like you don't want me here. No, I think that's a really good vibe you're getting. You're a real people person, Rain. Perhaps I was just doing a job and that job happened to intersect yours. The point is, you're here. Did not expect that, but that's fine. I can deal with things. I can deal with complications. I am a pragmatist. 
So maybe I need to offer you something. That would be a You good help start. me in return. Maybe there is an exchange. Okay. Maybe that's how the world works. You're getting maybe well people less- aren't allied and good and bad and evil. Maybe that's a little reductive, small lisp girl. You're right. I'm not wise for a ten-year-old. Brandy, Brandy throws a chair at Rain. Ah! Yeah. Okay. My turn to talk, Rain. You seem to love the sound of your own voice, but guess what? I don't trust you nearly as far as I can throw you, and I can't throw you very far because I'm still sort of a bit shaken from a previous experience that you have no idea about. Oh, no, you and- move that chair. Well, exactly. Exactly. So just think of the damage I could do. All right. All right. You want something? That's fair. I'm a person who makes deals, and there is no deal without an offer. If you help me, I will tell you how. To defeat the extreme ball. How to de- defeat the extreme ball? Yes. If I remember correctly, your car coal is still in an extreme ball that I threw. You would be correct. And you yeah, haven't freed that thing, have you? Because it's it's painful. Painful for the car coal. It's yes. painful for all the Pokemon. It is painful for the Pokemon. Something something that you very well know, and something that you did without even thinking. But why don't you cut to the chase? What do you need? If I could, I would be miles from this prison right now but the point is i can't i cannot leave yeah i mean it's a prison that's sort of the point of the of the prison it's more than that the prison is four walls but i am captured by a sphere a chrome sphere what do you mean i'm the prisoner of an extreme ball what you're the prisoner how does that even work there is a specific form of extreme ball that can capture humans I've managed to get away from Shine, for now, but she's somewhere and she's looking for me and she has access to that- Ah! And you see Inquisitor Rain start to contort and it's exactly like Delch the Polyworld back in Cosmic Power after being captured by an extreme ball. And you see Inquisitor Rain start to writhe, shake. It's like every muscle is spasming within their body and they are in tremendous pain. And it's at that moment that the portal behind you all starts to shimmer and shake and Theo, Kenny and Mrs. S are sent expelling out of the portal surface, knocking the runes slightly askew on the on the floor. The behem are sent flying backwards and the portal pulses before collapsing entirely in on itself and disappearing into a small, tiny dot of white light that ceases to exist within the room. So Theo, Kenny, and Mrs. S, you are returning to your senses. You've just skidded across the floor. You've also hit into a bank of chairs in this lecture theatre chaplaincy. The light is much dimmer in the room now because the portal is no longer providing that light source. It's very much just candlelight and everything now. But even as your senses start to return, you realise that something awful is happening. You see Brandy, Hannah, Tallahassee, even Mr. N. They seem okay, but their gaze is entirely focused on Inquisitor Rain. And this figure is almost, it's almost hovering off the floor and it seems like every muscle is contorted in their body and their face is racked by pain. It looks like they've been beaten, but this is a different kind of pain. This is an internal pain, something they have no control over, something that is activated far from this place and yet seems to consume them entirely. 
Brandy! Brandy, you're okay? You... What? What's happening, Brandy? Kelly, Theo, this is this is rain, and they've been. And I imagine we see, we're seeing rain kind of hovering in midair, kind of being thrown yep. around, and Brandy's yes. sort of saying, "This is mad and awful. They've been captured by a specific type of extreme ball. They're they're suffering the same way that Lightning McQueen and that Polywell were suffering before. I d- we need to just knock them out or something. I can't take the screams of this anymore. Wait, wait, what? They've been cap. They've they've been captured by a Pokeball." An extreme ball. A person. It sounds mad, but that's... I don't know how else to explain. That's what they said, and now suddenly this is happening. I... Have you got a potion? Theo, anything. Anything that could just uh, make, make them go to sleep. Knock them out, did you say? That would be a pleasure. And Theo uh, sends out Medicham. 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 Medicham, high jump kick. Don't kill. Don't hurt. Just knock unconscious. But maybe hurt a little bit. <laughs> Roll, kick some, <laughs> kick some frost, Les. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so I got a five and a three plus a one for a nine. Hmm. Um, in in Medicham trying to hold back a little and avoid the the kill shot, if you will, uh, they actually throw off their balance a little and land awkwardly. They bounce off the basketball hoop and land slightly trickily through the net and take a point of harm. Medicham hobbles back with a slightly twisted ankle. Medicham, Medicham, but has <laughs> done Lopini, the task. Lopini looks at Medicham being like, you too, bud? Yeah, same <laughs> thing as well. Lolo? Yeah, Medicham. <laughs> uh, could, I, could I use one of my potions? I feel like this is the right time. To... Yeah, of course. Yeah, Please gonna... do. As I said, Medicham has completed the task assigned them, and Rain has been incapacitated, no longer seems to be suffering, and just lies on the floor of the atrium, unconscious. What do you do? Um, Brandy first of all runs over to Kenny and Theo who for the purpose of this are standing next to each other and hugs them both oh Brandy I'm so glad to see you're okay you're both incredible idiots you really shouldn't have come after me obviously we were gonna do that I don't know what you experienced in there but thanks anyway and um yeah we need to talk about whatever you decided to do in that in that portal yeah, where were at you? some point we really need to fill you in on what happened well I, I, I mean we could do that later. I'm sure I'm sure no one wants to be bored with the ins and outs of a magical portal. No one here is an expert and wants to know more information about it, I'm sure. Mr. N and Mrs. S are just embracing hard behind you. Like they're just macking out. Just, just, <laughs> just going for it. All the papers off the desk. up for lost time. Lost time. <laughs> one of the one of the behemoths covers up the other behemoth's eyes. Like, uh, you can't see this, my my child. Let's just say there is an emotional reunion <laughs> and the pair just seem absolutely beside themselves to see each other again. What? My, my love, what happened? I, I, I didn't think I, I didn't think I'd see you. I was in a, I was in a never space. I thought I was lost forever. That was awful. How did you get out? I, I'm not really sure, but but those people over there, they, they, they helped. <laughs> yeah. Hi, uh, Theo. I am. Um... Yes, I've known them for a very yeah. long time. You helped get Mrs. S out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just a, just a small small Moltres battle later, and we're all fine. Thank so you. No big Thank you. And Mr. N, the compass point of the church, Theo kneels at your feet. Thank you. Takes your hand. It kisses kisses your fingers. Mwah, mwah. There's a face here as well. No, no big deal. No, 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 no. This long time, <laughs> Kenny, long time, long time. <laughs> Kenny just says to Brandy, "I mean, I, I kind of helped too, but I feel like this is more significant for Theo, so I'm just gonna let them have it." Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure Theo's that comfortable with it. Uh, Mrs. S approaches behind and helps Mr. N to their feet. Uh, Mr. N still seems very emotional, but looks to Mrs. S and to you, Theo. Mrs. S looks into your eyes, Theo, and there's a common understanding, a warmth, and Mr. N eventually breaks the silence between the three of you. 
Um, d- dare I, dare I ask, the, the tome? The third tome? We found its location. I mean, Theo, there's no, there's no need to be coy. It's me, Mrs. S. My voice slightly changed after the emotion. I'm now back, recollected to my normal self. Um, <laughs> there's no need to be coy, Theo. Mr. N, we're on the same side. You're, you're right. What it's, are you saying? It's, it's hard to, it's hard to trust, uh, for... A multitude of of reasons. I'll talk to Doctor Bunnelby about it later. You, you won't understand that reference, but uh, Brandy gets it. But uh, uh... <laughs> it's all right. I, I think enough people have made the Bunnelby reference now for me to get it. I feel like I'm in okay, on the uh, great, 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 in on the great, joke. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, yes, we um we have the tome, but I you have the tome. We have the tome. We have the tome. We Theo is on our side, Mister N. Theo believes in the same thing we do. To use the tome's power, to use the king's rock, to fix this world. To Fix the problems that have just been spiralling out of control ever since ever since the blank period, the, the, the age-old time, thousands void. of years ago. The void, exactly. Yes. I'm glad you remembered the word for it. I couldn't really remember what it was described as, that period of time that was blank. All those years of study really uh, really paid off there. <laughs> yeah, you were my... I recommended you for the compass point, Samantha. Come on, <laughs> come on. I've hit my head against... A, I've been in a... <laughs> You know, extraterrestrial experience. You know, it's uh, all right. Forgive Listen, as much my love, my love, chaotic. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You have the tome. That is wonderful news. Well, we need to get it out of here. I hate to sort of throw a spanner in the proverbial works, but we have these tomes to try and solve the problems of the world, and a problem of the world is very much here. We are here to try and figure out what is happening with Team Helsing in this prison, and I am guessing... This, this is irrelevant. Team Helsing, we've said this before, they're fanatics. They are insane. Yes, they're crazy. I don't agree with anything they're doing. They're clearly mad. But we have the tome. We need to get it out of this prison safely. Surely that is the priority now here. And as this conversation is, is growing in audibility, I think Hannah, Tallahassee, Brandy, Kenny, maybe you start to drift in to this conversation too. Am I wrong? We need to get the tome out. Surely. I'm I'm completely with you. Mrs. S, thank you. That's me, Mrs. S. I agree with you, Mr. N. We should get this tome out of here immediately. Helsing who, as far as I'm concerned, like... Helsing who? Yes, Helsing who. I don't... We can fix Helsing with the King's Rock. We just need to get out of here. We can't let it fall into, into their hands. We can't. Helsing don't care about this. Helsing will just see a book. They won't... They won't give two hoots... Hoots about this book. We cannot risk it. We cannot risk this falling into the wrong hands. Says the guy who sent his beloved into a portal of nothingness. That seemed pretty risky. And look, it came out well. There is no way I am leaving this prison with a lot of poker-powered people, some of whom are my friends, up there incarcerated where they could be captured by an extreme ball. Absolutely. We can't. We can't just leave. General Phillips and Candy, they're in the prison too. We've got to go help them. That was the point of us coming. Thoroughly. Samantha, I understand that you think that if we use the King's Rock, we'll be able to end whatever is going on. But if we learned anything inside the Everburn Tree, it is that human envy and greed were not created by the King's Rock and they will not be ended by it. We can take away poker powers or we can end teams or we can do a lot of things, but... Human malice is still going to be there, and we are being presented with some of the most malicious people we have ever had to encounter. If we want to get out of this, we have to stop the people who are going to keep this going and keep the cycle going if we don't do anything. What I've learned from these people is that we have to act if we want to change the world, so come on! I thought we learned something in there. I thought we learned that suffering was better than sacrifice. Mrs. Uh, Mr. N looks to Mrs. S uh, with confusion in their eyes. Um, you know, for... A supposed former church member. You don't half 
eschew the logical option. Mrs. S., I can't in good conscience let this tome go back into the prison once we've recovered it. What if Mrs. S. and myself took the tome to your ship? Do, have you told me about your ship? I don't. <laughs> the don't DM knows about, about the ship. <laughs> Tell me about your ship. I hear. No, that was when when we were waiting for you guys and we were shooting hoops. I kept telling them all these ship stories. Uh, Tallahassee yeah. told them all about. Canaan. Yes, you kept saying we should add. We should add a court to the uh, to the top deck. I agree. I certainly Here's do agree. Here's the thing, Mr. N and Mrs. S. For all I respect both of you hugely. You seem to be under the wild misconception for people who are in a prison that you can just walk out of here. Do you want to know the way that we got in here over a meteorite covered in mutants, an unscalable mountain, and a steelix with a megalopanite on it? By all means, try that route out. But this is a literal inescapable prison for people who follow the logical path. You don't seem to be following the logic. This book comes with us and we break out and defeat all of Team Elsing together. Or it is burned in the fire of our deaths. Or it is burned by this will-o'-wisp in my hand. What a move! Whoa, 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 Theo, you're gonna, bur- you're gonna burn the tome, Theo! Should we do a roll? Is there, is there a, is this... I mean, yeah, there, there, like that's gotta be, that's yeah. gotta be a roll. You're not using mysticism, you're using logic. So it actually feels like a sharp, a sharp roll. roll. <laughs> well, I, I well, kind of, well. right? Okay. I was thinking either sharp or tough, just because... It was quite oh. threatening. Actually, you're winning me over, Tom, with the tough roll. Theo never rolls tough. I'm a plus two in tough. Like, we're fine. Like, this oh, is the- well, then roll tough. Oh, roll tough. Oh, tough. oh if, I, if I get a six now. <laughs> oh, no, you're so fat, babes. I rolled a four and a three plus a two, so a mixed success. Perhaps Mrs. S might say, okay, neither of you are going to agree, so how about this? We do what Theo says, Mr. N, but I will keep hold of the tone, okay? But I am following Theo's plan. But you trust me enough to let me... This is her south. This is... Are you sure? An hour ago, I would have said Theo was the least trustworthy person. And now, after spending just a, a moment with them, I, I've i changed my mind. Wait, Lord. what kind of moment did you... Did very you platonic. Very deeply platonic. platonic. Okay. All right. Apparently. I was, I was kind of waiting to see where it went, but I'm very clear now <laughs> that it was a platonic... It was a platonic... North, moment. you'll get it. That's sort of Theo's vibe. Once you get to know them, there's you're always on the edge of sort of... Terrible with human interaction, but great at flirting. It's a real skill. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Is that agreeable to both of you? Fine. For me, it's fine. Fine. Kenneth, is it fine with you? It, 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 it was. I didn't know if I had a vote, but it was fine with me. Just... You ha- you have a vote, Kenny. I was going to say, I did also um, fight for the tome. It just, um, yeah. I didn't fight for the tome, but okay, I'm, if, you, if you're all right with it, I'll, I'll allow it. I accept it. I accept Mrs. S will carry the tome. We will follow your plan, Theo. You, you saved the love of my life, and I suppose I owe you something for that. Wait, are you referring to the tome or Mrs. S? <laughs> and Mr. Ed just laughs. <laughs>, <Yeah>. <laughs>, <He> just... <laughs> the scene fades down, everyone laughs, freeze frame. <laughs> Who's that Pokemon? Lambent, lambent. All right, fellow cats, we've been guarding this <laughs> mouse midsection hole for a while now. Come out, mouse, tell me what you want. We're, we're willing to bargain. I'm not sure I want to. Uh... You should. 
You have to bargain because honestly, we can give you a lot. We know you've got a tasty midsection in there that you could offer up instead. Oh, but you'll never fit into this hole. So why don't I just do the midsection on my own? Why don't I just do that? Okay, that's fine with us, I think, gang. No, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do a midsection. I don't want to talk about sorrow us anymore. Take it. Hey, so while Stu's um, weirdly, weirdly good at this. Oh, I enjoyed that, guys. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> for those people who need to know what Stu sounds like as a cat, there you go. That's an audio file for you to cherish. Right, here we go. Sound the Pokemon Champion Alert. <laughs> Let it ring. This comes from Champion Tier Discord patron Alistair Collinson, a.k.a. the Game Master. My midsection suggestion is Jick, the singing Skidoo. Jick loves music, and his aspiration in life is to become a professional singer. The problem is that he's a skidoo, and to pretty much everyone around him, his singing sounds, well, like a goat complaining that someone has eaten the last few biscuits that he had been saving for a quiet moment with a hot cocoa. Which I know is oddly specific, but this is my suggestion, dammit! Jick travels the region, always on the lookout for someone who shares his enthusiasm for singing and or doesn't complain too much when he does sing. Hope you enjoyed this one, smiley face. Speak to you soon on the Discord, Alistair. I want, well, I want to hear Jick's singing voice because I don't think we can accurately do this midsection until we know. Is is Jick good? I want to hear Jick. Up a tone. Up a tone. Well, he's got the range. <laughs> the question is, has he got the motivation? Do you see the truth behind his eyes? Uh, what was that? What was the name of the? Uh, the, uh, the 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 avant-garde filmmaker was White, it Vice, uh, Noir? Vice Noir? Vice Noir. Vice Vice. I know you're casting this new avant-garde film. Do you think that Jick the Skidoo has what it takes to star in this this musical film you're making? I think Jick, you've you've certainly got the passion, you've got the energy, and you certainly have the acting. What's that phrase you have, Vice? That phrase. If there's grass on <laughs> yes. the goat, keep going. What a great note. <laughs> God, such a self-aggrandizing director, aren't you? <laughs> well, exactly, exactly. I'm just, I'm just here trying to make an avant-garde film that apparently aren't I auditioned people. Aren't we all for. vice? Uh, it's me, Yorick. By the way, it's Yorick. I'm collaborating with you on this. Oh, are we teaming up? We're, We're teaming, teaming up. up. Yes, absolutely. That's yeah, yeah, very yeah. exciting. Well, mm-hmm. I, I think Skidoo Jick. Apologies, you're in the room. Skidoo. Um, sh- but my issue is Jick, and it's sort of a big issue. Is there anything else we can call you, Jick? I just... It, it feels... Okay. This is a really easy midsection for me now. I can just do skidoo noises for the rest of the midsection. Lovely. Curse you, Alan. You're good I wonder, I wonder. I could do Jick, a cow. I wonder if Jick... <laughs> Does anyone want to submit a musical Miltank? Because I got... Ooh, maybe, maybe they're rivals to you. Wait a second. Who's next on the audition list, Ali? <laughs> it's Maisie. <laughs> well, see, I, I can like... roll out and I can sing out a Miltank. Now see, now see here, Yorick. I feel like Jick might be cheating a little bit because I don't believe that that's Jick's real voice. So, Jicka cheater, tell me what's wrong. Blast! I've been rumbled again. <gasps> what a twist! <laughs> I this, knew it. This audition process is better than the show you wrote, Vice. Yes, I didn't want to say anything about the script, but I, I now you brought it up. <laughs> isn't isn't this milk tank, Maisie? The milk tank, a water type. This is a water moo. Finally. Chikatita, you're facing your water moo. Huh? What? 
What? Oh, Waterloo, Watermoo. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. wasn't that niche. It was not that niche. <laughs> that was avant, as avant-garde as a Vice Noir special. <laughs> you did say you had problems with the script, didn't you? <laughs> that was that was the level of pun we're playing with here. It's too punny for a critical ditto oh. midsection. You know, Vice Noir's off on one. No, oh, I know. Listen, I you know me. I like the classics. I like uh, breaks in spear. But uh, you know, for this, I decided let's go avant garde. Let's okay. work with vice. Let's okay. work with the Can puns. Why still are just jumping in here? Sorry, I got zero. I got hate. I'm gonna say for Watermoo and Jika Cheetah, and yet we're letting breaks and spear. Breaks and spear. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. That's I'm just sorry. a, Yorick, that it's just a recognised playwright of the region of Formia. Yes, I'm sorry. Do, you have, do, you, do you have a problem with Breaks and Spear? William Breaks and Spear? Oh my goodness, my my ghost, my ghost Pokemon are amalgamating into the ghost of of William Breaks and Spear. He's appeared in the room with us. Look, all right, Pats, it's me. <laughs> it's William the Smith himself. I'd murder a couple if anybody could get me one. <laughs> I didn't know you you would appear in full drag. I heard, heard that perhaps you were a, a drag act in, this, in your spare time in the other realm. Your um, flaming wand looks like a very elongated cigar holder. Is that intentional? <laughs> I'm so glad you noticed. I'm really going for the court of um, uh, evil and war turtle effect. William, William, uh, Vice Noir and, uh, and myself, Yorick, big fan, by the way. Uh, we have a little problem. We're trying to cast an avant-garde film and we can't decide between this singing skidoo right. and this singing miltank. We wondered if perhaps, you know... You could weigh in. Well, you know what I always used to say? If there's glass on the goat. <laughs> great note. <laughs> as, as we've said, as we've said, I'm glad William Breaks and Spear, please ignore that I, my harsh words towards your name earlier. I knew you were a genius and you were correct. I believe we should. Even though I believe that Jick is a cheater, I don't think there's anything wrong. So can I just confirm that I've got the part uh, of... You've got the job. You've got the part. You've got the part of the milk tank in the. I'm sorry, milk tank. It was close. It was really close. But I think. But I think Jick just took it. Finally, my spirit can be laid to rest now, knowing that a, that a small goat will be playing a cow in one of my famous, famous productions. Turn on, everyone. So if someone else wants to send a character in to so uh, Jick, then, Modizzo, was that was Jick. That was Jick. They got the role. Well done. Well, well, well done, done Jick. Jick. Well done, Jick. Yeah. Well done, Jick. Yeah. I mean, congratulations. Your uh, NPC will be appearing in William Breaks and Spears. I guess it's a revival by Vice mm. Noir and Yorick. Taming of the Shroomish. Taming of the Shroomish. <laughs> Why can't I think of anything but two gentlemen of Volcarona? <laughs> That's good, though. That's, That's good. good. <laughs> That's really good. That's better than any... There was a mill tank in it, but it's actually about Volcaronas. <laughs> Troilus and Cresselia. Ooh. Oh, that's nice. That's Tropius nice. and Cresselia. Tropius and Cresselia. Oh, my God. God damn it, David. Good. One step ahead again. <laughs> if you have a non-player character that you, or location or item that you'd like to add to the podcast, please contact us at criticalditto at gmail.com. Alistair made the fatal mistake of contacting us elsewhere. And that's why, unfortunately, Alistair, we didn't prioritise your midsection as quickly Carry as Carry a of is just not. Not what we want. Not the answer. So do email it and then you will be prioritised. If you would like to be prioritised, join the Patreon at the champion tier level at the www.patreon.com forward slash critical ditto address that you can type into any web browser. Stu, would you like to be the cat? Who's that Pokemon? Lampent, lampent. 
It's Lampen! Fade back up. Where could we be? Where could we be? Shoot me, shoot me some ideas of where we could be. The basketball changing room. Changing room vibe. Everyone's yeah, taking showers. <laughs> yeah. Finally, it's been 50 episodes. Finally. And watch. <laughs> Guys, I have needed to go for a pee for about 55 episodes. We climbed up a toilet no, two episodes went. ago. <laughs> you went like three episodes ago, Ali. Just did the You went. You literally went to the you toilet. You took a massive. Once he broke the seal, lads. Once I said. I said I needed a pee. I clearly did the other one. I'm sorry. I know Kenny is insane, but no way does he spend that long pooing not wee. That's just. That's too far. <laughs> that's the dark powers manifesting stronger than I've ever seen. <laughs> Scarlet peed. Number two, Kenan. <laughs> That one moment has justified the toilet seat. Okay, we're in the locker room. Uh, It's a general locker room. David, what's the most apparent aroma of this locker room? It's, um... I was going to say Lynx Africa, but I just... I was going to say Lynx Africa as well! (laughs) Jinx Africa. Yeah, Jinx Africa. Jinx Africa! Okay, very good. There is a heavy air of Jinx Africa. There is a cloud that hovers just eight foot above the uh, the entirety of the room of this antiperspirant malaise. Within the locker room, Tallahassee, Hannah, apparently, uh, the entire prisoner basketball team, Mrs. S and Mr. N. Oh. I mean, Mr. N had been to that portal for several days, so they're all taking a shower. They are just washing the experience off them. They are taking some time to recuperate, leaving Kenny, Theo and Brandy a chance within the locker room on these changing room benches, crowded perhaps around the unconscious body of Inquisitor Rain. A moment to just process. Theo is reviving Cabbage the Kabuto with their revive uh, item. There we go, buddy. It speaks to how much you've grown that you prioritise your Pokemon's health over a lot of naked bodies. Wow. Well, Bye, I guys. Just, I just want to... <laughs> I, just, I just think we need to take a moment to appreciate where we where we were and where we are now because mm. oh my god am I glad that the three of us are okay after what just happened mm. I'm really glad Kenny I find it weird that you're not showering and yet you still took your clothes off uh, do you still find that weird I was gonna say I do that that's like Thursday for me naked naked Thursdays that's just but every day is Thursday to you, Kenny. You do it. You say Naked Thursdays right, on baby. every single day. You want to get on a Kenny's week. <laughs> That's I my secret. That's week. my secret. I'm always <laughs> naked. I'm always Thursday. Brandy, it looks like somebody didn't go on a journey of personal growth in that portal if you haven't got onto the Kenny week. So why don't you explain what did happen in that portal, madam? Yeah, where, where were you? We just, I just assumed that we'd all, you know, see each other. I, um, I, I met my, met my dad. For, for the first time, properly. Oh, I, my I, I actually... You met I, as in the person, I, not the Pokemon? As in the person. As in the actual Leo. Were they hot? No. Him. Oh, no. Um, but, but on a scale How of... How dare you, Theo? Of course they were hot. <laughs> it's my dad. Very attractive man. 
<laughs> what a weird thing to say. I'm an attractive woman, so, you know, it makes sense. <laughs> of course they're attractive. It's my dad. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean, random other changing room person. Tom, you have I'm had parents, just, right? Just... <laughs> we're trying to have a trio chat, and this random person... Is Tom, out of interest, what's your, what's your dad last name? Tom, is your mum fit? Of course he is. <laughs> Of course she is. She's a beautiful She's woman. She's a beautiful woman. <laughs> <laughs> you met... How, I'm, I'm so confused. How did you meet your dad? I, were you presented with this is gonna suffering s- and sacrifice like we were? I, I was. And I don't know if you met Heron as well, giving you the choice. Ah, yes. That, my old rival, Heron. Of course, that was who I met. Ah, uh, yes. That person journey. that I don't actually think I've spoken to in this. It was lovely seeing my best friend. Well, again. No, of course we didn't see Heron. I saw Barry. Oh, Wonder how he's getting on. The weird dude from the party. Yeah, Surflow. I hope he. You know, he was the kind of person that would lose his head if it wasn't screwed on. Simple nobody. Mm. Yeah. But uh, anyway, Theo, who did you see? <laughs> so, <laughs> he's a simple nobody. Oh, I just, I, uh, I just anyway. saw Hillary. But that's. I mean, listen. I think we need to know a little bit more about what Brandy chose because Brandy has not answered your question, Kenny. What happened after you saw? All right, Heron? I'm getting a vibe that perhaps you two chose a different thing to what I chose. We chose suffering. You chose suffering. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. 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 You chose to suffer through all the events that you yeah. already suffered through oh, once before. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, Theo was seemed yeah. pretty emotional, but mine was actually quite funny in the end. That seems like you, though, Kenny. You know, you're always putting a positive spin on things, even if mm. you know they are traumatizing beyond belief. Mm. But I, I had the chance to see my dad again, and you know what? I don't regret it. I'm not going to apologize because I'm glad I made that choice. Because you know what? I, what happened? I went physically back in time. I don't know if either of you have experienced that before, but it's oh, pretty wild. Three or four times. It's pretty insane. Kenny, please, I'm talking about my experiences of time travel that you could not possibly comprehend, okay? I went back <laughs> in time and met my dad. And not only did I meet my dad, I had the chance to save him. And I realised I realized it wasn't the right way to do it because one of the reasons I want to bring my dad back more than anything is not because I want to see him again, even though that is very much top of the list. I want to introduce him to you both, my friends. I want my dad to know about you and everything you do. And if I brought him back then and there, if I stopped Frey from turning him into a Celio there, none of that would have happened. I would never have met you and I'd probably still be Gary Smoke's cheerleader or something. I don't know. It's impossible to know. And instead I I met Frey 20 years ago and I gave her a message that we were coming for her. And I think, I think we need to go after Frey. Yes, I would. I would agree. I mean, I mean, after yeah. we, you know, wrapped up yeah, Helsing yeah, yeah. first, and yeah, yeah, like the King's Rock yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I kind of feel that. like they're linked weirdly, but yeah, put it on the to do list. Yeah, there yeah, does yeah, seem yeah. to be. Yeah. Wait, did you did because you've time traveled? Did you actually make Frey come after us by sending her this message, or have you? Theo, let's not go into it because. <coughs> <coughs> oh. Just before we could get into a tricky time travel today, Don't lo- discuss time travel <laughs> Rain's coming back I just want to say one quick thing while, while they're groggy the, you, didn't, you didn't rock up with the Moltres place Maybe that's because you didn't go through with the sacrifice Whereas Theo and I went through with the suffering Maybe you didn't pick the wrong path Brandy You just didn't fulfil the path that was offered to you So please don't feel any guilt Because I think you made the right decision Both in choosing it and in where you ended up. Thanks, Kenny. I, I, I appreciate that.
then, obviously, as you saw, I met Rain. What is that smell? Why, gosh, that I is know, piercing. It's kind, it's kind of sexy, just but also kind of cold. Cold sexy? Yes, that's the one. Wait, did somebody just say oh. my name? No, okay, wait. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> So why exactly are we being compassionate to the person who tried to murder all of us on that meteor? We never really got to that point before I kicked them in the uh, face. I never, I never tried to murder anyone. Okay, okay. Uh, Rain has told me some information that I feel like you all should know. Vaughn was killed. There's now some uh, psychopath Vaughn is in dead. charge. Well, that, that's great, isn't it? Vaughn is the leader of Helsing. Why is that a bad thing? Who's replaced him? I dare not even speak his name. He... He's that fearsome. I dare not even He's... let Kenny Mullet know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, the the slayer of the the abominations, Orcaria. They call him the the beast. Ooh. Of... Just the beast. <laughs> no, wait. One word each. One word each. Here we go. Is he is the beast of seven powers, which <laughs> I thought that would be the end. Haunt <laughs> regularly. <laughs> Exclamation mark. <laughs> ah, they, call the beast. Him, they call him the beast of seven powers which haunt regularly. That really does sound like a shonen jump attack. <laughs> like in a big in a big way. Just one that's been mistranslated slightly. <laughs> like somebody in Shaman King is absolutely gonna use that in the revival. Anyway, I mean maybe maybe we just call him the assassin, but yes, he has Why would we do that when he's called the, the beast, beast of, of the seven, seven powers, powers that haunt regularly? Exclamation well, you do you Okay, the assassin. Fine. So Vaughn is dead. Vaughn is but dead. He's been replaced by someone worse. Great. Well, yes. Okay. Yes. wonderful news. And also Team Helsing can use these extreme balls to capture people. Wow. It's experimental, but yes. How did you get captured, Rain? I thought you worked for these people. Apparently I failed in uh, my mission down on the meteor. The vampire squads have been disbanded, and Shine decided to use me in her experiments. Whoa, so Shine just captured you? Yeah. Listen, I'd leave if I could. I said this to Brandy, but I can't. I've been captured by an extreme ball. It seems the only way... To get out of this predicament is to go back and find a way to disable said extreme ball. Now that might be something that's of interest to you too, Brandy, considering your Pokemon is trapped in an extreme ball. Rain. And I would assume that all of you would like to avoid being captured in an extreme ball at some point in the future. Because let me tell you, it is not pleasant. I can see that, Rain. And, and I would like to fix this as quickly as possible. Well, before I help you, Rain, how about you fix it now? How do I get... Lightning McQueen, the car coal that you captured in an extreme ball that you threw. How do I get them out? How do I get them back to normal? I could release car coal. I could release Lightning McQueen. Absolutely. If you help me. There's always a car Only, <sighs> always only a the one who has captured a human, a Pokemon in an extreme ball can be the one to release them. And therefore, for me to be free, I need Shine to release me. I'll release Lightning McQueen. I'll release your car coal once that's been achieved. You have my word. And to prove that, oh, right. I will tell you how to achieve immunity. For us and our Pokemon? Legend says there is a sigil protected by the Church of Slaslo that prevents capture. Not much is known about it. Capricorp chooses to ignore it, as does Helsing for the most part. But there have been rumours, there have been whispers. They say that there is a sigil that only compass points would be knowledgeable enough to know about. But if this sigil is inscribed somewhere on your body... Your hand, your neck, your Pokemon, Extreme Ball will fail. Ah, oh, if only we know we knew where some compass points were. Oh, 
Yeah, it's true. Don't worry, guys. I can go into Mr. N's shower cubicle. It's, I've kind of dreamed of this day. So, um... Theo, there's no need. There's no Theo, need. Theo, maybe, maybe you, don't, you don't need to actually go and fetch Mr. N because actually you know there is a sigil on the top of that box. The Togekiss oh, yeah. box. Yeah. Because this is where we bring in the box... Because the, the sigil of capture, it's some kind of like mystical thing where it's, as we said, the box capture is the most harmonious and consenting version of a capture and the ultimate rejection of something like the extreme ball. And therefore, that's why this sigil acts as a protection against the extreme balls technology. So you, Theo, you don't even need to look for a compass point. If anything, in this moment, I am the compass point. That's why I came to this chaplaincy, to, to search for this sigil, to find something, some element that might provide me at least some solace. Well, guys, I think I might have the answer. And uh, Theo reveals the Togekiss box with a sigil upon it. What does this sigil look like? Let's design this sigil, because oh. I bet it looks cool. Now, now, now we're in Stuart Clark's realm. So the extreme ball is very cold. Um, cold chrome orb so maybe, yeah maybe there's some sort of fiery decal it's also got an x the, the extreme ball has an x on the upper spherical half so some sort of naught could be a nice oh visual. fun um, it can't just be a circle though imagine if this, no, if this amazing sigil what's this amazing sigil what is the what is the precise symbol needed to reject the extreme well, ball that you have to well, put on you your body this, somewhere you say this but what if it's like a more as ali was saying curvy design of like the regular pokeball design a circle and then a sort of smaller circle in the middle and then perhaps wavy lines yeah or the dividing line of the pokeball is the wavy line it's a bit like yin and yang yin yangy let's go with that it's almost like a pokeball-esque yin yang theo you see this symbol this sigil and maybe togekiss ashanti the togekiss comes out of the box in this moment Togekiss, Togekiss Togekiss performs this beautiful aria of, of, of melodic music and the, the Jinx Africa haze that hovered above your heads takes on this misty pink hue and it starts to swirl down around you and Theo, again, it's almost like you hear the voices of the previous rebel church members saying, the sigil, the box, use it, use the box, the, the, the sigil will be your guide, the sigil will be your shield. And it comes to you, that understanding that this is the one, the symbol that, that Rain, and indeed all of you have been searching for in your fight against extremes. This, this box obviously existed before Pokeballs existed. This is... How old is this Togekiss? What is Younger this than you, Togekiss? babe. <laughs> Must have come to your first birthday, you know what, Brandy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm glad we still all got the fun Brandy yucks in our bones. <laughs> even even though we're facing absolute impregnable odds. Oh, what's new? Maybe Togekiss just lets out a series of life dues and they turn into the sigil on each of us. I, I really know. like the idea of the, yeah, that, that's, that sparkly sort of mist the Jinx like Africa falling mist. down yeah. onto people's skin and then like a symbol appearing on the back of their hand, mm. on their arm, wherever. Nice. You're all digidestined and, now. And the, all our Pokeballs are suddenly emblazoned with this 
the Extra sigil. sigil yeah. That's exactly what happens. And everyone who was in the shower as well is also marked in this in this page. <laughs> like, what? And yeah, pass a bit pass a bit more Jinx <laughs> Africa, would you? I really need to get under the armpits. <laughs> Gotta get that good sigil right there. Oh it's not coming off. It's not coming off. Lad, was this the on? new team logo you were telling me about? I don't really <clears> want it tattooed on my body. I love the team, don't get me wrong, but I'm also trying to get me into You do not want to see where my tattoo is gone, my friend. <laughs> I really don't I think you do want to really see where mine is. <laughs> Oh my goodness! You have you have been in our shower for multiple times. We've told you to leave, sir. I'll be honest. I just wish I had an authority figure who would reprimand me for this. Well, I can't hear that because the ten-year-old girl is showering <laughs> elsewhere from the. <laughs> Hannah says alone. <laughs> Somewhere Samantha else can be there Hannah in the next game. Yeah, Samantha. She's with Samantha. Absolutely. So anyway, everyone gets this sigil, and even Inquisitor Rain, who, as we've established, cannot be freed from the extreme bore with this sigil, still seems to remove some pain. And you see Inquisitor Rain breathe a sigh of relief, their shoulders and their ripped duster sagging slightly, but buoyed by a feeling of relief. Thank you. That's okay. So, are you going to help us break out all the poker power people and stop Team Helsing? If you can free me from that extreme ball, then you have my help. Okay. Brandy shouts, All right, everyone, get out here. It's time for a new assault team meeting. Uh, I've got towels. Do you want a towel? Towel, towels for everyone. Towel. Towels for everyone. They're all returning. The gang is assembled in this locker room. Some of the, the taller, taller basketball players are hanging off the hooks. Others are sat on the benches. Others cross-legged on the floor. Some leaning against lockers. But the attention is on the main three. Brandy, Theo, Kenny, they all look to you for their next move. All right, we can go out there and finally rid ourselves of Team Helsing. Team Helsing that has been stopping you all from reaching your basketball potential by keeping you locked up here, not allowing you to train. And you two, church members, Mr. N, Mrs. S, you've been searching your whole time, cooped up in here for a way to change things for the better. Well, this is it. Can I just say it was, it was, it was very difficult to shower while still holding the book but not get it wet, but I managed it. That's because you're amazing. South. Okay, keep it for after we're out of here alive. Inquisitor Rain. Yes. You have your own vendetta and we can't trust you. But you know what? We're going to trust you for now. Well, also you're kind of our, like, mole because you know the inner workings and, like, we know absolutely nothing. It's actually comical how little prepared we are for this. Yes, I am a drill burr mm. in the hole. All of our plans were to get into the prison and then I think we were just going to wing it. Sounds about right, And that's yeah. what we're doing, Kenny. We've got Hannah. Yes. And I promise we will get General Phillips and Candy and anyone else who's trapped in here out of this hellhole. Tallahassee Bingeworth. Oh, you remember me. <laughs> you contractually have to be trustworthy. So I'm not worried about you in the slightest. We're all gathered here for a reason. And that reason is to finally rid ourselves of Team Helsing. They're headless. They're without a leader. They're in disarray. Now is the best time, the best chance we've got to do something. And Rain, didn't you say they were planning on doing something today? There is an event today, yes. What is the event today? The, the details are vague, but it involves the poker powers in the prison. Okay, so that's... we. Let's go. I'd say we have T-minus however long it takes you to get there. 25 episodes. It's a really solid deadline of, T- like, you know, you turn up and it will probably start. <laughs> <laughs> or, or at least it'll be in motion and we'll turn yeah, on the Yeah, we, we might wait. We might wait for a sort of if anyone has any objections line and then maybe you go in right So at it's that a point. wedding, Ray. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're going to marry the poker powers together in a 
A, f- a play? <laughs> well, we'll find out when we get there. We need to decide right now, or perhaps at the beginning of the next time we speak like this, <laughs> as it's getting late. In exactly three minutes time. <laughs> we need to decide, A, how to destroy Team Helsing and stop the beast of the seven powers who haunts regularly. Exclamation mark. <laughs> we need to find out where our friends are and the poker powers are being kept and how to release them. And finally, how to escape this prison alive. Those are th- our three objectives, team. Also, really hurt Shine. Uh, um, also, really hurt Shine for this guy. For this person yeah, really here. hurt Shine. Inquisitor Rain also right, putting a vote four, on that one. Number Kenny four. Is, help. Kenny is ri- writing that on like the shower door in the Steam. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. I think I have to write backwards. Give me a minute. Hang on. Kenny, you've just you've just summoned the Candyman. What are you doing? <laughs> oh God, no! Kenny, 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 Kenny! Oh, there's another one. <laughs> Number five, defeat the Candyman. <laughs> In reverse <laughs> order, six. that's the list. <laughs> and finally, number six, is let's stop sitting around. Let's go. Come on, everyone. Let's get up. And with that, the assembled team, the squadron. Do you have a name? Shower squad. Shower squad. Steamy, steamy shower. Shower floats. S- the steam eruptors. No. Oh, steam eruptors. The steam eruptors rise from their locker room, ready for the biggest game of their lives: the defeat of Team Elsie ready to finally infiltrate the core prison as they promised in episode one of this series. It's been a slow burn. Mate, if you think that's slow, we named Steam Eruption Arc five arcs ago and we're only just erupting some steam. <laughs> also, how gut- yeah, how gutted are we that we don't have Steam Eruption available for this arc say, now? can we just oh. do Steam Eruption 2? Two. two! Return of the like, Steam! The actual erupting of the Steamy steam. Boogaloo! <laughs> <laughs> Stew, as hilariously mean-worthy a suggestion like Stevie Boogaloo is, I think we'll have to give it a miss. Only because it breaks with the naming tradition established in other arcs, of course. Where we haven't broken a tradition, however, is that it's me, Ali, editing the final episode of an arc. Once again! Hello! That was Spatial Rend, an arc that took us up a toilet chute, through a basketball team, back 21 years into the past, and even fighting a legendary Pokemon inside a tree. But we did it! We have the final tome. Now the small matter of defeating Team Helsing. And dealing with that Adri fail that is still hanging over us. I would love to announce the name of whatever the final arc of Season 3 will be, but I don't currently know it! What I do know, however, is that it is my favourite arc yet, and I am buzzed to relive it with you. Before we get to it, though, we have our Spatial Rend Reflect. So, send us your questions. Email us at criticalditto at gmail.com. Tweet us at 
at Critical Ditto. Join our Discord, details of which can be found on our Twitter page, and send us a question in the Reflect Questions channel, or even hit us up on Instagram, at Critical Ditto Pod. This arc could have gone in a myriad of different ways, so I want to discuss it in great detail. Not entirely sure when we'll record the Spatial Rend Reflect, so please send your questions to us ASAP to make sure you don't miss out. Speaking of missing out, I'm about to give you a list of people who are doing exactly the opposite, because they're receiving goodness, bonus content, perks, good stuff done by us. Tenuous segues aside, it's time for the Patreon roll call. Thank you to a couple of new members, Mike Habages and Dr. Ranny. As always, apologies in advance if we're pronouncing these names incorrectly. But thank you as always to Megan Taylor, Audrey Resendith, Jam, Atlas Moth, Betsy Lumin Lee, Pokerdash55, Scott M, Alex W, Ollie B, Ellie Lieberman, Carrie Morrison, Darius Joukowsky, Big Butt Nuke, Alistair Collinson, great first name, Ginny Voss, Ryan Teague, Millimoy, Josh Anderson, Heather Snell, Eric Eichinger, Crandon Creations, Wolfsbane, D.W. Hollins, GGT, Force Majeure, Cesar Trevino, Crispy, Alchemade, Trigula, aka Araro, Huxley Spicer, Jonah Jackson, Keiko Pin Cosplay, DGZ, Haikili, Dr. Megaman, PhD, Turtle Lover, Jerembi, and Jerembi's mum! Yes, Jerembi family! Two generations of podcast supporters. Love it. If you want to join this ever-growing list of legends, please visit our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash critical ditto. You receive bonus episodes, priority midsection submissions, receive a copy of the game that we're very slowly building, and you can be in the show itself by giving us a previously voice at the start. Alternatively, if you like and want to support the show but can't afford the Patreon, another way to join the legendary list is to leave us a review and a rating on whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. As always, thank you to Michael Sands, the creator of the tabletop role-playing game Monster of the Week, the game we have hacked for Pocket Monster of the Week, said game that we are very slowly building. Thank you to Glitch X City, Braxton Burks and the Material Collective, and Epidemic Sounds for the soundscape, sound effects, just general sound stuff. Thank you to Junichi Masuda and Satoshi Tajiri for creating Pokemon. We, you know what? We couldn't have done it without you. We are, of course, not affiliated with Game Freak, Nintendo, or the Pokemon Company. We are not-for-profit and fan-made. Thanks to you for listening, and thanks to Tom, Stu, and David for playing with me, being my friends, and generally being good people. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and join the Discord. Leave a rating and review, and as ever, go and be the very best, like no one ever was. In other words, just be yourself. Let me give Lopini a limp. Hang on. Lopini! Lopini, are you sure you're alright? Lopini! Thank you, Ali. That's where we needed to get to. (laughs) I hear a Lopini. Favourite Diana Ross song. No, stop. Wrong crowd.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight. Yeah, yeah. It saddens me every day. <laughs> every every time, I always feel like we disappoint David at one point, and that was that was it this week. Yeah, that was the moment. This it's week. fine. I've still not watched any movies from the eighties. Those big references. Barely understood the Nothing. cantina, mate. Barely understood it. So I'm just here to let you down as well. 